0: Next week would be the 200th birthday of Dr. Elizabeth Blackwell. Now, she may not be a household name, but she was a medical pioneer, someone who improved the health of women and men in 19th century America. Born on February 3rd, 1821, she was the first woman to earn a medical degree in the United States. Among her achievements, she opened a clinic for poor women in New York City, an infirmary for women and children, and a medical college for women. Now, during the Civil War, she also trained nurses for union hospitals, and she helped found the National Health Society. The life of Elizabeth Blackwell is a lesson in persistence and resilience. She was able to rise above the constricting gender norms of her day, and she succeeded. To find out more about her remarkable life, we talked to Deborah Michaels, Director of the Department of Women's and Gender Studies at Merrimack College. She gives us a look at Blackwell's indomitable character, focusing on the time when she decided to enter medical school in the 1840s. Here's what she had to say about Elizabeth Blackwell.
1: So she applies to multiple um, medical colleges and, of course, is rejected. She does not use the famous trick that we learn many women use later, which is just her first initial. She doesn't do that. She applies as Elizabeth Blackwell. What happens is that Geneva Medical College in New York begins to reject her. And then the, the, the uh, administrators say, well, we're going to see what the 150 male students want. And if a single one of them does not vote to approve, she will not get in. So they put it to a vote of the male students, 150 male students, and all but one of them says yes. And the one who says no, the others taunt him into saying yes. And the reason they say yes is they think that it's funny they think this is a prank. We'll have a woman here. She won't, she won't make it. She won't be any good at it. But for a while, we'll we'll have some sport about the whole thing. Um, and little do they know that the woman that they think they're going to play this prank on is Blackwell, who ultimately will graduate at the top of her class. I love stories like this because, you know, the, the jokes on them ultimately, um, but they admitted her purely as a joke. And, you know, she writes about this. She says, um, you know, just as a by way of background, I think about Elizabeth Blackwell a lot when I teach my own students and I think about what it means to be a woman in college today versus some of these first women who were college students or in this case a medical student in a different historic context when ideas about what gender roles and women's roles should be are not the same as are roles are today. And even today, we're still arguing about what they should be. But but in the uh, mid-19th century, you have this ideology of sort of pure womanhood and domesticity and woman's place is supposed to be in the home and all things related to the home. And Um, There are lots of sort of pseudoscientific beliefs that, you know, if women are educated, it will draw blood from their reproductive organs to their brains, and therefore they won't be able to be mothers one day. Um, or that their natures are too delicate to, to be uh, faced with the disgustingness of, you know, the harsher things of life. And, you know, what's interesting, too, is that she becomes so motivated that even as, you know, she has nobody to study with, the, the men won't study with her, they won't admit her to the labs, they won't admit her to the clinical training sessions, they won't even tell her where to buy the books. So there's all, and this is, I mean, this really is the definition of the kinds of obstacles and sabotage we still see today when women step into um, territories or or job categories that are traditionally male. And, And so, you know, in a way, her story, even though it's, you know, 170 years old, is still very current.
0: What an incredible character and what incredible persistence. So here's something good for today. Today, when 50% of medical students are women, it's important to recall a time when that percentage was zero, and to thank the groundbreakers like Elizabeth Blackwell, who not only paved the way, but created opportunities for women to succeed in medicine. Blackwell's experience in medical college shows what it takes to persist in the face of daunting odds. Her admittance to school was considered a joke, but she turned the tables graduating at the top of her class. And she proved that women belong in every profession and in every endeavor. You can hear much more about Elizabeth Blackwell and learn more about the challenges she faced and overcame on today's episode of Seneca's 100 Women to Hear. Hear what Dr. Deborah Michaels has learned from studying the life of this inspiring woman. If you'd like to join the Seneca Women Network, go to SenecaWomen.com. There you'll get access to exclusive events and workshops, plus updates on new podcasts and other opportunities to get involved. Thank you for listening, and please share today's Something Good with others in your life. This is Kim Azzarelli, co-author of Fast Forward and co-founder of Seneca Women, To learn more about Seneca Women, go to SenecaWomen.com or download the Seneca Women app free in the App Store. Here's Something Good is a production of the Seneca Women Podcast Network and iHeartRadio. Have a great day. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, check out the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.